Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, I'll bust your face. Do it right. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Is that how you're going to talk on the podcast? Oh, yeah. No, you're not. Talk (laughs) right. I'm talking right, baby. I'm Dr. Sharon Dukes. And I'm Melvin Dukes. We're HBC graduates. Proud educators. And most importantly, husband husband and wife. And you're listening to After After School Talk Talk Podcast. Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of uh, After School Talk, where I'm your co-host, Mr. Dukes, and I'm your other co-host, Dr. Dukes. You know what? I love doing these little intros, <laughs> and sometimes I think, like, should I change it? Should I keep it? Should I move to something else? But as soon as you say go, I'm coming with the same old intro. Yeah, he's no point. It ain't changing. It ain't changing. One day, maybe, but not anytime soon. And you know what's funny? I do the same thing when I do my uh, my videos for my students. Oh, I just hit the microphone, so if y'all just heard it rattle, tat, 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 yeah, that's what it was. But anyway, I do the same little intro for my uh, for my videos for my students when I'm doing a lesson online, too. That's, that's the truth. Has being on a podcast made the recording of lessons any easier? No, not at all. Because uh, with a lesson, you have to make sure you are correct every single time all the way through. Because there is no, and it's just like a, uh, a recording of this. There's no pausing, stopping, going back. And you could, um, but you just got to make sure that your whatever you're saying in the lesson is correct. Because the kids can go back and, re- and listen to it again and say, oh, Miss Dude, you messed up on that part. Yeah, that ain't right. Yeah, that ain't, that ain't right. And that has happened um, to a couple of teachers where the students have listened to it and it's like, uh, Mr. Dude, I don't think this is right. Like, yeah, teacher mistake. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it moving. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just like the podcast, like when, um, we uh, and it's twice I've had a guest say, "Do we edit? You know, whatever we do." I was like, "Yeah, we can," but normally we leave the flaws in there. And that's what makes it genuine too. As when you're talking about a podcast, the, mm-hmm. the fact you leave everything in, no edits. And, and truthfully, it's only been one time that I remember, like that I distinctly remember us stop, wait, cut that mm-hmm. something that didn't go that didn't flow well yeah. but i think if i'm not mistaken the episode i'm thinking about we ended up not even posting the episode it was just like a mm, that one it, anyway yeah. sometimes you just have off day and wait for the next round yeah, well. so what are we talking about today what are we talking about today you know what is oh wait still... we got a recap on the last on the um last thing too we wait well who are who are our supporters though um oh go ahead handle it i can't handle it oh you <laughs> Why can't you? I have my list. Why don't I have my list of supporters? Why do I have it up? Okay, I, got, I do have it up. Mm-hmm. I have it up. So, at this moment, we want to show special appreciation for our podcast supporters. Bowtie Planners, the Cam K. Way, the Skin Society, Marietta Smile Gallery with Dr. Michael Thomas, Taste Buzz, Nostalgia Clothing, Real Fit, and Distinctive Creations. Visit our webpage at www.therighteffect.com. That's the right, R-I-T-E effect.com and click on podcast to visit our supporters section make sure you click on each supporters logo and tell them we sent you very good thank you um i need to be on radio just talking <laughs> doing ads and stuff doing ads i don't think i can do that somebody pay me for that please <laughs> right <laughs> that part uh, so we talked last time about black horror films uh the lovecraft country finale had not premiered yet but we are now one season in praying to god they give us a season two of lovecraft country absolutely uh i don't know if that's gonna happen this this is the thing that i don't know of in terms of you know hollywood film all that kind of stuff 
is that they are in negotiations for season two. And I am wondering, does that mean there is already content for season two? Or after the negotiation, you begin working on your content for a season two. That's a good question. And not and me not knowing, or either one of us not knowing how Hollywood works, I think we should stop there. But, <laughs> I, but, I, but I, I do wonder the same thing. Like, have y'all already started recording and, and, and all this kind of stuff for season two? It's just a matter of who gets the content or who mm-hmm. gets the credit. And all, like, it, it's so much I know for a fact that goes into putting out a movie. Mm-hmm. or putting out a show or putting out a commercial or putting out music period that you know people generally don't necessarily know about like yeah i can create all day but if i don't have the right contract with the right people to say i can actually put it out there yeah ain't nobody gonna see it yeah because they could literally be sitting on season two three four and but i'm right, right now so we can but the current we need yeah, exactly mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. i ain't been released from the first contract i can only do the x y and z but like it's it's so much that we the general public does not know about this kind of stuff that's crazy. I, I did get an opportunity to write a blog post about Lovecraft Country. It is on the Nostalgia page. So that's N-S-T-Y-L-E-G-I-A. It's nostalgia, created from a black girl's nostalgia. But um, the, so I know with that. Well, okay, right. keep going. Go ahead, keep going. Going. I was about to say, I'm one that do not like to I, I do not like to read. I'm a math teacher. Mm-hmm. But that blog post. <laughs> I don't. It's, but that blog post. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Prefer. Prefer. Okay. Shout no, out to That's a good one. That's a good blog post right there. Um, Check that out. It's called What Lovecraft Country Got to Do With What it. Lovecraft Country Got to Do With It. <laughs> Come got on, to Remix. Do with it. So it's seven lessons from the show Lovecraft Country. I will say this. Melvin knows this. And I don't like to feed into the stereotype that black people don't read. But I will say that I do not like to read. Mm-hmm. Especially when it is for strictly for academic purposes. And it's for work. It becomes very um, anxiety driven. But when I can just read and it's in the context that I speaking is like hearing my homegirl say something to me or my homeboy that's the type of stuff i like to read yeah. so that's why i try to do my blog post like that yeah, it reads just like a conversation yeah and i and i also try to make it where the blog is not too long but that um i give you all of my thoughts mm-hmm. so this is something that would be uh really what i was thinking during the lovecraft point so during the seven the seven lessons I have been going back and forth trying to figure out like what is my favorite lesson. I have my top three lessons. If you want to see all seven, please go to the nostalgia blog again in s t y l e g i a um dot com and backslash, uh, backslash blog and click on that one. But the I've gone between I think it's four, five, and six. Don't tell them what four, five, and six are. They need to go oh. read it. Well, yep, gotta read it. Bingo. But hey, it was I'm still enthralled in the show. Uh, there is a group on Facebook. I think we're like, yeah, one of them is twenty three thousand deep. And the thing about it is, the the show ended last Sunday, yeah. and we are still in here um, asking questions. Yeah, seeking knowledge. Yeah, having thoughts about it, and I just think that is uh, shows you the beauty of that show. I also like that we are having discussions about. Jonathan Majors, the lead character, and the fact that people are really going in and saying, like, he, he got a little, ugly, I like my man a little ugly to them. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Don't, don't do that. That's not cute, baby. Don't, don't do that. I don't know what, and, 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 and truth be told, like, we all know he has strong African features. Mm, yo, yeah, a very yeah, broad nose, yeah. beautiful full lips. And I just think that in the day, it's like, why are y'all 
why I got to be that? I like my. It's just you know what it take me to. You cute for a big girl. Oh yeah. You cute for a dark skin oh, yeah, girl. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you cute to kind of be looking like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, shut up. Give it. Don't give me no half compliment. Give me the whole compliment. But anyways, uh, what we are going to be talking about on this episode is the Walking Dead fashion show. Time for me to go. Why? Oh, you said fashion show. Okay, okay, okay. You thought it was the show, the show, the show? Yeah, I was about to get scared again. Oh, <laughs> We already told everybody you was scared cat last week. I'm not. I didn't. I didn't say I was I, I, scared I, I, cat. I, 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 we have the. We have the anyways, audio. Anyways, anyways, if you ain't listening last week, don't listen to that one. <laughs> <laughs> Skip that part. Go ahead and tell them at one point two seconds. <laughs> Go through. Uh, and so, the Walking Dead Fashion Show is an event that uh, I hosted at um, one of the high schools I was working at. It is hands down my favorite event. Hands down, my favorite event, period, point blank. I have done several things. I don't care if it's a pageant, if it's a coronation, step show, stroll off, uh, plays, uh, uh, banquet, gala. I don't care what it is. That has still been my favorite, even past any homecomings, anything. That's my favorite thing. It was that Walking Dead fashion show. Well, okay, go ahead. Keep going. Go ahead. Yeah, because that's my favorite holiday. That's yeah. what you're about to say. No, yeah. not even that. I was just about to ask a question, but keep going. Go ahead. What's the question? What is the Walking Dead fashion show? Great. So glad you... Look at look how you lead in. Come on, husband. Oh, I know how to be a, uh, a talk show host. <laughs> All right, Give then. me my stuff, people. Give it to them. Pay All me. the Emmys. Pay me. <laughs> so, um, we're going to take a right moment because this is the right moment mm-hmm. you just you brought us in there r-i-t-e i know what i was doing um to tie you oh you knew what you were doing to tie this in to tell you like what it is so the walking dead fashion show was an event hosted at a high school during halloween but it was actually a part of a bigger event called hocus pocus so hocus pocus is was just pretty much like a mashup of all kind of halloween activities that we could host at the high school that elementary and middle school and high school students that's in our feeder pattern can come and partake in on a saturday so i wanted to talk about this in particular because i think as we push through this podcast and through the right effect the um, necessity of extracurricular activities it's good to have some moments where i say i'm going to tell you exactly how this event happened and how it took place and how it was impactful for students and then hopefully you can go to your school and have similar kind of things right. um and i think we we've seen in even from us growing up that schools will do what I would call tier one versions of this event, um, your, you know, face painting and hayride. Ring toss. Yeah. And <laughs> everybody comes up to the school and, and, and does it. But I don't, I, I think that it's important to have a student development mindset when crafting the event. Mm-hmm. And therefore now you know how to make the students a part of the development of the event so that it develops them. Hmm. Mm. Yes, but that is right. Right, so it helps them. Right, yeah. So that's what the Walking Dead fashion show is. So, are you ready to get into it? Right, absolutely. Okay, uh, you actually was a part. Of, you were a part of that process. I was. Number one, let me shout out though. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you how you became a part of it. But I want to start off by shout giving a shout out to the three students who I put on the post the picture for this uh, podcast. So, Cartiana, Joel, and Jalen. Baby, <laughs> those kids were the ones. Uh, I had several of them, but for this for this particular 
um, event. Those three were the ones that if I said, let's dress up and throw blood on you, but I need you to look high fashion couture, they were like, okay. <laughs> like they just, from photo shoots after school to practices to um, coming up with choreography, because we don't do fashion shows in the traditional sense of just walking down and coming back. It's a choreography to it. So we have to practice and be in sync with the music and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to give them a shout out. And hopefully as they listen and share with other people, they'll reminisce on their days of being high fashion models. You can't tell me we want high fashion right here in Augusta, Georgia. Oh, absolutely. Y'all made it happen. I ain't gonna lie about that. Right. Y'all made it happen. Like, that was some dope stuff to see. I wish we had it on recording um, yeah. somewhere. But oh, was, don't get me started. That That's was the, Oh, Jesus. One thing I don't do now, because I can't do this. What I don't do is uh, forget, neglect mm-hmm. the thought of capturing everything. Mm-hmm. So I have students now that I'm like, you know you are on picture videography mode get me all the content you can from this event because there's so many there are so many things we've done i'm like i have nothing Mm -hmm. i can literally say unless someone else took a picture that night i have no pictures no video from that night so if anybody got there please tag me on facebook and send it to me Mm -hmm. Uh, i have no pictures and i'm talking about to a packed out audience from all across the county, everybody's mom, dad, these kids put in the work, and I have no evidence. How about I say, because you got to think, we started doing this in the cafeteria. Like, the first year was in the mm-hmm, cafeteria. cafeteria. And, and it got big enough. We, we had to move to the gym in, in the And really, we years. actually, but never mind, I go and solve that. But anyway, uh, so the initial thought, where this got birthed out of, yeah. I don't know if I even told you this. Um, when I was working at USC, I wanted, I was the... Like I was the liaison for the Gamma program, which was Gamecocks advocating the mature management of alcohol and drugs. Um, And I wanted to do a fashion show that took you through the effects of drugs. Mm -hmm. So we started off very, oh, college students having a good time. Everything's going great. And then I started dabbling and drinking in drugs and it goes too far and I Mm -hmm. become a binge drinker. And then you see, you know, 10 years down the line, how this could affect me. And it came from 808 Heartbeats that just came out that year, Kanye West album. And he had the song with Lil Wayne, See You in My Nightmares. That was my jam. (laughs) And I could see it. Every time I heard the song, I just saw the storyline of this fashion show and I wanted to do it. Well, um, didn't quite like grad school. Grad school sucked for me. I was like... It was like I just been on Facebook. 2009 was a bad year. <laughs> so I never really got ideas and things like that popped off. Mm-hmm. So fast forward, I had a thought of doing it now in a Halloween horror style at a high school. But I wanted to not be just about the fashion show, but to figure out a way to capture all the different student orgs to participate. Mm-hmm. So it's that's that's the initial thought is that it started from this and it came this way. Gotcha. Yeah. So you had the you had the thought going on while you was in grad school and mm-hmm. you kinda held on to it because you were never able to actually do it. Yes. Or you didn't you just didn't do it for whatever reason. Yes. And then you birthed it. Two thousand sixteen. So you're looking five years later, it's like no, six six years, six years later. Seven years. Seven years. Seven years later. We can't add you the math teacher. I, well, I was I was basing off your years and you saying when it all happened, but then I realized you yeah, said 2009. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, anyway, seven years later, mm-hmm. that's when you actually made it come come true. Mm-hmm. That was up. That's so, good that you even held on to what you wanted to do for seven years. Say that, Jesus, because I can't believe it was, you know, 
this can happen and still use that song still was able to use that song so i ended up talking to the band director regina uh because we always talked all the time rooms being next to each other and i was telling her the idea and i said i need to know from you and it was maybe three other teachers if you would be willing as the advisor of whatever org they had to take one classroom in the building well, I would assign a classroom to you, get permission from that teacher. You decorate that room however you want to for Halloween and get members of your organization to decorate the room and to also host an activity or make that a haunted room um, for the other schools. And I need to know that y'all are willing to do this before I take it to the principal with the idea. And then by the time I get to y'all, you like, nah, girl, I got plans. I ain't, <laughs> ain't going to do that. So she was down. A couple other teachers were down. Cool. So now the idea is this, the way we're going to set it up is I'm, I have a organization called the fashion club. I'm going to get the fashion club kids ready to do the walking dead fashion show portion of this big festival, this hocus pocus pocus festival. And then I'm going to get teachers, the advisors. Also, when they will get into why you call them advisors and not sponsors and not teachers when they are in their role of advisor, because those are two different things, Mm. but um, the advisors to get there. Uh, members of their organization mm-hmm. get a classroom, determine how you're going to deck out that classroom and decorate everything, and either you're going to be a haunted room or you're going to be a room that has an activity for kids to come in there and do, like, whether it's create slime or um, we have somebody who had, like, different coloring pages from Halloween to do, and at a certain point, after everybody all the different schools around in our district come, and they bring their students, and they bring their kids, and they, the families come, at a certain point, it's going to be like, all right, Everybody needs to transition to the cafeteria because now it's time for the fashion Back show. show. Yeah. Yes. That was some dope stuff. <sighs> like, think about just how it all happened. Especially that first year. Like, the first year, we weren't even expecting it to be anywhere as big as <laughs> what we thought it was going to be like. It, no. It was standing room only in that I, cafeteria. And that was the first year. I legit thought we was going to have maybe... I, oh, did what you know? What I really thought. I thought all the kids that had <laughs> that came as the orgs were gonna be our audience. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I, thought. I was like. I don't, I don't they, know. If, and they little brothers and sisters. And that's yeah, it. right. Because because really, the first thing we were late to the draw with advertising. It was yeah. like, oh shoot, um, this is literally about to happen in like two weeks. It was really quick. Um, but I think the thing that helped was the students number one who are in the fashion show knowing what was going to happen so everybody listen if we doing stuff for a show my students know don't tell nobody what we're doing this has to be tip top secret because um you can i want you to show your excitement and tell everybody but i want them to really get a first take on the show and how it's going so we are we probably had maybe seven practices if that if that of these kids but i'm telling you they're learning choreography so it is not walk out hey look cute all right no so we had to map out the practices um then we had to get with the dj so she could be there and play the music it it had to have a horror content so now we're mapping out outfits we buying blood you had just done the zombie thing so now we looking to you to be like hey mr dude how, how you made your skin look yeah. like it's about to peel off i need somebody's skin like they falling off their face so then you you had to be a part of it for that and then we brought you in to do the lighting i was the light man oh, i was the light man i had i was in charge of all the lighting for the uh the runway and yes. and for the uh what was it just in charge like, i was just because like, yeah because like, we had to make we had to turn the cafeteria into like or like position the chairs a certain way so that people could walk yeah. through. But then, and it was so funny 
once the crowd start coming, here we go like, bro, we need more chairs. Oh, shoot. We yeah. need more chairs. What in the world? <laughs> where, where these people come from? Yeah, we right. don't know. Um, another thing that helped out with this event was that one, uh, I think it was the juniors. It was, I think it was their um, advisor who asked if she could set up concession stand um, to raise money for, for, for the prom. Mm. Another dope idea, like, boom, tag on. So I would look at somebody as a, the advisor role one, because you have every org taking a piece of this and made it more powerful. Your students are now decorating and setting up things and coming back and telling y'all what we're doing. Like, oh, we're going to teach the kids how to make little spiders out of pretzels and da 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 And then our room going to be scary. We got somebody going to be dressed like this. So every person is just taking a piece of this, right? And then when you, when you do the overarching, like, all right, I got the big shebang at the end. Bye bye. <laughs> and then the fact that we tied in with the elements of horror and hip hop. Mm. So it wasn't um I don't listen, I just had this conversation with a coworker. I said, well, we can't do is nothing lame. I can't do it. I just it makes my skin crawl. Um and it also makes my skin crawl to do something that is copy and paste from something you saw on YouTube or copy and paste from Pinterest. Yeah, it's just too whatever. So, just to give y'all an idea, as Melvin is coming in with the lights to figure out how to set it up, right? We are literally putting around the room vases with water in it and part and what looks like brains and eyeballs and blood. We got caution tape all over the place, looking like a crime scene. It was like, go big, go home. Like, we have to make this like it. We took black like tablecloth runners, you know the plastic ones you get from the dollar store. And remember, we had to make a fake yeah, curtain. Yeah, draping them down the thing. Oh yeah, just drape them down the thing. Just tape them up there, hot glue it up there. I don't know because we knew the lights were going to be off, so it's not like people are going to see all of the little like eh, that ain't the best work because we have no budget. There is no money. There is no. There's no money. So anybody listening is thinking like, well, what? There was no money. This was all teamwork and um. Out of our pocket. Yes. Clearly, and going to other people's house and say, "What you got? You got this? Can we use this? Can we borrow this?" That's strictly what it was. So, having the element of the room look like different than what the hallways and the classrooms looking like, because we kept the the cafeteria closed off. Nobody can come in here until it's time. And as soon as the doors open, the DJ plays Thriller. So everybody walking in like, "Oh, it's so cute!" Da, da, yeah, doors open. Da, da, all right, folks, come in. Everybody and their kids just smiling. This is going to be fun. That was dope. You know, uh, speaking of song, you know another dope song from that was uh, when Cartiana came out as the, the <sighs> like the dead prince, I mean princess or something. Say, say, yeah. No, wait, you ain't going to do Beyonce like that now. You might make it sound like something in throat. Oh, ready then? He said, Okay, I thought I was adding to the element of uh, passion and happiness for this moment, but I, I can't even find the song. But I guess not. Either. Okay, so that means time me to think. Yeah, I don't even know the song. Say that. But I can hear it in my head though. I hear it in my head, and that Cartiana, come on, Cartie, come on in here, girl. Let the song play. I'm sorry. If you was at this show, everybody was in that thing hollering when that girl came through. She was... I don't... Uh, 
Magic? Is that the word I want? Magic. That's the word black, black girl, girl magic. magic. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna let you sing it. Go ahead, go ahead, Bill. Sing it, baby. Sing it, baby. This is here. I can't with you. I can't with hey, you. Hey, that was that was a dope song. Like I said, Ooh. this was Carziana, uh one hour uh models of the school or whatnot, but she oh. came in like the dead uh princess or dead queen or whatever. That young was And then once dope, she came out and dope, did that dope, whole dope. little first part, then the rest of the girls started coming out. So here mm-hmm. come Kamora and um Oh, what's and my she girl? Was, I think I don't want to say she was standing on the steps or the stage mm-hmm. looking down on the at stage, them like yeah. look at my my little Yeah, and they just came through. out and they do their little walk and, and they, they pose. Did walk. That that thing was Baby. dope as on Oh yeah. I wish we had a recording, bruh. That joint was dope. Then you turn around and we had a student um who actually like it, he likes to design clothes, right? Mm-hmm. And he always had this kind of like uh What's the word? Different. Different. Like his own his own style. vibe style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that he had his own style. So I knew that I wanted to play this song. Shout out to Chandra. Chandra's the one that gave me this song. She said, Oh, you gotta play that because you know this sounds creepy. Cause the other thing too was that the this these songs sounded creepy though they were hip-hop songs, like that Beyonce song just now. So it fit into what our students enjoy. So it yeah. wasn't like we just said, um, like, we're just gonna play whatever music. No, it got to go. It has to be an experience. I need people to experience this. So now we got the boy who you already like wearing your own clothes, rocking that. So whatever outfit you want, rock it, right? But then we wanted him to be like the rapper for this scene. Like, he's leading his kids' group of zombies out. So he had this song. Yeah. 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 This was another dope one. Down, boys killed this. The boys had this thing, they killed it. What? And the fun part about that was the same way Cartiana would be holding down like the choreography and I could, you know, you got certain students that I can shoot an idea to you and they like, I know what you're talking about. I got it. Joel was holding down that part. It was like, Joel was like, let me see. Okay, so we walking, and so you want everybody about like this, and then start doing, yeah, uh huh, just yeah, come on, let's go, <laughs> like let's get it together. So he was holding down that that side, and then Cartiana's holding down the other side. All I know is I, this past week, it, we it both are cheesing real hard. Right now, <laughs> even before you brought up this episode or saying what the topic of this episode was. I was thinking about this anyway because, you know, I'm the advisor of National Honor Society and we were trying to think of an activity or something that we can do at the school uh, for them to do community service, help out the community, you know, and stuff like that. And I was like, you know, it's coming up uh, coming up to Halloween time. We can do something for the feeder schools, you know, the middle school, high school, I mean, the middle school and elementary school for the kids. 
And the fact that our high school is right in the middle of a neighborhood, you know, it's easy for the kids to come up to the school. And I started thinking about this right here, the hocus pocus thing. But I was like, but it's COVID, so we yeah. can't do that. And, now, I, and, now, and that junk kind of hurt. I was like, man, we we can't necessarily do it like that for now, real. But I was now. Hold on, I'm a ah. I'm a hold you. Let me let me give a shout out to this to this other person and talk about this part of it too of using uh, this song. Was the other thing is that we had. If I'm not mistaken, Joel was in this. Joel did the this part too. But this is when I started using Jalen. Because Jalen might have been a sophomore or freshman. Jalen came out of nowhere at the school and just was like, I'm here. Let me be famous. <laughs> so he's on the freshman we had on the morning show to do the rap. Like, who are you upgraded to being able to do the rap? That's a singing thing. But it was Jalen. Um, but we had them do this song. This was the song that triggered most of the ideas for things was the Kanye and uh, Lil Wayne. Oh, yeah. That you know. Yeah. So you got both boys, one being Lil Wayne, the other one being Kanye on stage while the models are walking around them. Baby. But not quite. This is another one. See you in my nightmare. Yeah. But how did you get there? Now, the, the part about this song, every song had, like, a little dope trick to it. And this one was when Kanye hit that, um, what's the part where Kanye would be like? Hold on, because I'm, uh, I'm actually going to let the listeners into my head. <laughs> Taking off on the road. I'm taking off on the road. What? Get it. That you know. That you know. What now? That I don't love. You no more. That you know. That you know. Here you go. Here you go. Pause. Switch it to another pause. Everybody back it up, back, back, hey, hey, forward. Back hey, to your was, model. Back to your model pose. Thing, bro. Bruh. This whole event was super, 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 super dope. Now, now hey, now you know me. This was I love all the hip hop songs. That was great, but I absolutely threw in horror movie theme songs. Oh yeah, yeah. We had people who literally screamed and took off running during parts of the fashion yeah. show because. We set up some scary moments as well, mm-hmm. like uh, like looking like the you know Michael Myers and ran through there and all that kind of stuff. So that was the exciting part. I think that's the part that caught everybody's attention in the beginning of the show. And I and just for um uh those who are like, well, that's scary. Da, da, da. Well, you shouldn't be doing this, number one lady. But anyway, um, we put a you know a disclaimer out before we started. Like there will be some scary moments in this fashion show. If you or your child would like to go back, uh, go back to the activities room. Oh, yeah, we had a room for kids to go in. Yeah, because Shaylin was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shaylin was there. So uh, she was in the little kids. So there was still a room that you could go to and just keep playing your stuff, and you don't have to be in this area if this is too scary for you. Mm. But we absolutely we had one girl. Remember she had on um. A wedding dress with the blood coming down it and all that. Man, y'all. Y'all don't understand. Y'all don't understand. It was a lot. But it absolutely was... Um, 
it couldn't and the thing about it is it could not happen with all of the moving pieces together mm. like you have to have your advisors to be able to to have their their room set up um we also asked just the teachers in the building like even if you can't come can you just leave a bag of candy yeah 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 <laughs> Yep, just donate a bag. Just donate a bag of candy, so you can feel like, oh well, no, you know, I'm taking my kid trick or treating. Like, I can't come, but I bring, I can bring a bag of candy, and that can be the contribution. But we ended up having, like you said, I gotta make sure I remember this idea for next year. Hopefully, COVID won't be around. I'm still the sponsor for. But you brought up COVID. You brought, but you brought up a good point. So let's let's think about that real quick, though. How would you do this in a COVID environment? Right. Mm -hmm. I think the thing that you would do our our university has done an excellent job of still hosting events. Mm during covid yeah. um two what i would say the three major things i'm going off the top of my head and maybe others but the three major pieces uh, i think of us running successful events that has not caused any breakouts mm -hmm. any outbreaks i should say any outbreaks of the virus is everybody's requires wear a mask mm -hmm. we make sure that whatever we're doing does not cause anyone to touch multiple things like you get your items and you go on about your business and then the last thing is that we um, make sure that we adjust capacity for events and rooms based upon being able to be socially distanced. So when you think about that fashion show, for example, and that concept, um, they they wear their masks. Okay, so all of the we know all of y'all are gonna have your mask on, and then all of our people that's coming to have a mask on. It's Halloween anyway, so decorate the mask. That goes along with the concept and the vibe that we're doing, right? Then for your activity rooms, set your capacity for your rooms. When people come in, if they're gonna come in and do a capacity, hey, these rooms are only for ten people. If it's if we don't have room, da da da. But then also set a capacity for the building. So mm -hmm. if we are at capacity in this building at this time, until somebody leaves, nobody can come in. You know, that way everything is really where um, we're, like I said, we're staying socially distant, but we are still able to host events. Mm -hmm. And then you got to think about the things that were like activities where kids may have had to, uh, you know, we all reaching in the bucket for crayons. We all doing it. Mm -mm. Go to a restaurant and say, hey, I need you to donate them little individually thing crayons because each kid gonna have their own pack um each kid may have their own stick of glue or whatever um if we're coming in by a family you can let families sit closer together at the yeah. event and yeah. then everybody else is spaced out so we can still get everybody in for the fashion show portion um you may have you may want to do something where it's a it's an early showing and a late showing that could that could help with you know that a lot of people want to come to events so it's not impossible it's just that people don't take the time out of sit you gotta, and think like you gotta think and you gotta be strategic <laughs> Oh, and it, it, I do it every day. You gotta make it work. Yeah, you gotta make it work. Yeah, because uh, USG has has put the hammer down that we are hosting events. Y'all gonna do something if you if you have these students come back to your campus. Yeah. So we've done that. We just have to figure out how to do it and make it more um, just that the person feels safe, the people participating feel safe, and that they're generally having fun. And it, and it's somewhat easy to do. Um, in in the in the thought of it can be done. Like, mm -hmm. it, it can definitely be done. But like you said, you just got to think it through, go with some alternate routes, and, and make it happen. <laughs> but it, it can definitely be done. You can even sell tickets to it, so then you know, you know what your max is. What holiday's coming up? I got I to gotta do something. <laughs> I got I to gotta do something. We'll got to do something. Some things. We'll think through some things. Like I said, it's just, um, I think also... Like I said, I don't like copy and paste events, but what I would like for the right effect to eventually be able to do is, um, you know, have like a 
a um view book yeah. of ideas and things that you can do at your school um that you can get a subscription to you know what i'm saying like we should be able to do bro am i coming up with an idea on the podcast mm. am i really doing this right now come, come on through, in, Jesus. come through come through you know we're gonna start asking for some um monetary help with these but no, ideas say it. So, you was about to say it go on say it the idea is that you would get a subscription <laughs> so mm. you would get a magazine that comes to you via um your subscription mm. that has all of the like what i just said it would have been put out as an like almost like a manual mm. as ideas yeah. so that you as the advisor can go through and say hey let me look through this and see what I can do fundraiser-wise. Ev- events, which, which we call in higher ed programming. Like, what programming things can I do? Um, what type of workshops can I be hosting for my students? Like, but it's... You could easily make it a canned food drive or clothing That's drive. what ours was. Yeah. It was canned food. You yeah. had to bring a canned food to come in. Yeah, really. And, and then you pair it, we paired it up with the parent facilitator. Well, she she hosting in the front, getting her parent signatures. And, hey, ma'am, how are you? This is a, this is information about the school as they drop off their can good and doing that portion. And then we going on through. Like, it, it really and truthfully, what people didn't realize is how fun and exciting that was. Baby, that was strategic mm-hmm. as far as meeting certain goals academically that you yeah. don't even, that students don't even know they did. Mm-hmm. You don't even have a clue a that you did this, right? You don't realize you're doing marketing and communications and teamwork and uh, creativity and all these all these other kind of things. Character building. It, yeah, community. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, uh-huh. that's true. And shout Oh, I thought we had stopped. Boy, I thought I had messed up and not hit the record button. I was about to be like, wait a minute. Oh, my God. I know my heart dropped, but yeah, we're recording. <laughs> I ain't no episode this week. Right? No episode this week. We've been P.O. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, Carlton also did something that uh, I would tell schools is also looking to is that sneak peek of something. Mm-hmm. So she started working on her room like the Thursday before the event. So the event is on a Saturday. Saturday yeah. So what happened was kids saw this big behind spider that she has created to drop down in her front of her door. And they're like, what this spider doing? Oh, yeah, no, we got the such and such. What? What's that? What mm-hmm. we, it, it creates some kind of, you know. Domino effect. Like, oh, I know about it. Oh, am I just my ears? Oh, am I just my ears? Yeah. But we could do that. We absolutely could do that. Um, That's just, like I say, and it can be a lookbook. I can I can do, um, what's the word? Oh, for our events that we do on campus, I always do a vision, a vision board, and I tell my staff like this: these are the ingredients. You go mix it up, and then my students know to put. I want you to put the icing in. Put that phone call. Yeah, put everything <laughs> on it. So it's the same thing. I'm about to basically give you the ingredients, and then you take it to your school and rock with it. Because as teachers, I think you have time, but you don't have time. Like I can, can I, can you at least? Or give you don't me... realize you have time, mm. or, or you don't realize how little time it actually takes. Mm-hmm. If you had the ingredients and I just said, hey, this is it, da, 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 and you could go to your students and be like, y'all, this is how we... And that's go. the other thing. When you sell it to the students, the students are going to buy in and they going to run it for you. Right. That's like me with being a sponsor with, with National Honor Society. I literally have minimal things to do. I sat in the leadership meeting uh, this week with those students. I didn't have to say a thing. Mm. They, they were so excited about coming up with ideas on their own and, and, and putting them those ideas... Uh, uh, putting them to work or whatever, they they carry the meeting themselves. So when you got an idea or you got an event or you got something that you want to do, sell it to the student and the student will carry out for you. Yeah, and if you and if you are not in a place to where you can really do that with your students, you get there. Yeah, create it. You, you got to you got to do something. Now. You got to put in some footwork to create that vibe. Yeah, 
They, they sometimes they're like, because I've had people say that before. But I can't get them to do anything. You got to do it then. Yeah, that means. I, I know it sounds that. crazy that you that. Yes, I had to put the flyer together. I have to do the choreography. I got to pick out the songs and da da da. But if the next year, if if Joel and Cartiana weren't seniors and they were still there, oh, well, we know what to do now. We don't have to bingo. Yeah, what what bingo? Hey, this, you might have to do the leg work for one year. But again, if you sell it to them kids, oh, they're going to be ready the next year. Can we, yep. When we going to do the search set? Well, you know, we don't do that until Halloween time. Well, Halloween time, need to hurry up and come. We're going to come with these ideas. We got things mm-hmm. to do. They be, and they'll come to you during the summertime. It's like... I got an idea for the Halloween July, it's event. It's July, baby. We, we, can we're, we not, get, we're not even in school yet. Can I get through June? I'm on summer vacation right now. <laughs> yes. But anyway, shout out to everybody who helped with that event. Definitely one of my favorites. Um, maybe next October we'll talk about some other things that we got popping off because uh, I'm actually excited to do this nightmare themed event on our campus for this week. Loving it, loving it. I love all that kind of stuff. And then we're about to do a holiday mashup. So yeah, we're going to have different ideas. Next week, uh, topic, we are, like this week, we were on the right effects. So next week, we're hitting bars and lines again. Bars and lines. We're back to the music, baby. Back to the music. Getting back to the music. You're going to have a whole nother accent, because we're going to Louisiana, but we'll tell them about it later. But you're we're going, going to... Uh, I'm, 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 yeah, Wardy. Yeah, Wardy. Yeah, Lord. One thing I can say is like my line, sister. Buffet. Baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Come on, Ariel. <laughs> I sit there listening to Ariel talk all day. Kirk, just say something. I don't care. You just talk. We're gonna, we're gonna play some clips of people with accents from uh, New Orleans. From New Orleans, I like that. Yes, sir. All right, y'all. Make sure you are sharing this podcast. Make sure you are um, liking this podcast. Give make us sure some stars. you are giving us some thumbs up, some stars, like it, like it. all that kind of yes, stuff. Yes, yes. Follow us at um the right no. At After School Talk on Instagram, Two Dudes Up on Twitter, Dr. Dukes, Dr. Sharon Dukes on Twitter, Dog Team Educating on Twitter, all those good things posted. Um, and we will talk to y'all later. Peace.